Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, you have a good day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hunter the Vigil Terminus Tendency. I am William, and I am the storyteller for this Hunter game, for this World of Darkness Chronicle. Uh, and we're short a couple of players today, but that's all right, because still with me today, we have Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Eamon Mulcahy, the Irish murder hobo of the Malleus Maleficarum. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Nina Sky, a rock star from the Union. And Craig? Craig, I'm playing uh, Paul Phillips, acquisition specialist for the Aegis Kaidoru. And Holly. And Holly, I'm playing Astrid, uh, Knights of St. Adrian. Yep. And when last we left off with this group, um, they had spent, well, half of them, had more than half had spent a day on the golf course you know just uh, trying the trying the front nine you know it's uh interacting with the very obviously aryan peoples of that that staff the golf course and, and interact around it and uh getting a lay of the land of this probably vampiric homestead um and from there uh while while the two of the other members of the group uh interrogated a mage um about the information that he held on the origins of Colleen and this mysterious creation of a mage known as the god machine but night uh, interrogation there were no thumbscrews. There's just one guy in a room by himself behind a two-way glass. Yep. Yep. The way God intended. <laughs> the way the God machine intended. <laughs> I'm going to be angry at you for Aaron's sake. <laughs> I feel like that one's also for Jack's sake. Yeah, don't even get me started. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
at a certain point, um, Astrid received a phone call from Jonas Orion informing her that uh, Jack Cross's crew was gathering around Gwinnett Place Mall uh, and another group seemed to be bringing in coffins and Jonas had noted um, a very specific individual related to Astrid's um, history uh, had arrived on site. And the group had formulated a plan for dealing with both vampires and werewolves getting together for some kind of conversation and potentially a brawl at the mall. A mall brawl. Yep. Um, and a mall room blitz, if you will. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puns are the puns are so yeah, strong. <laughs> I was going to make a slightly more modern uh, 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 music reference, but much less cultured. And say we were going to treat them all like Avril Lavigne did in Skater Boy. I, I was, I was going to say, I don't know if referencing sweet counts as cultured, but... Okay. <laughs> Ballroom I mean, Blitz by Sweet? I, I'll, I'll take, yeah, Ballroom Blitz is by Sweet. Uh-huh. Yep. Holy yep. shit. I, I will take it, so thank you. But I don't know if it's deserved. Um, but their plan, as they put it together, was to kill everyone except for the individual that Astrid wanted to keep alive and have, have Astrid have her heart-to-heart with that individual. Uh, their plan for killing everyone was to light them all on fire. Wait. Did everybody know that we're supposed to keep someone alive? Because I don't feel like that was communicated to Nina. Otherwise, she would have suggested large amounts of explosives. I you think, spoke to Nina. Yeah, it was it was Paul, and I think I think we did one of those sort of propeller spins and you see the map in the background where I just said Paul catches everybody up on the situation but I don't think I specifically um, you know I don't think we role played that conversation hmm. so maybe that's where we want to start yeah. so maybe it, while you guys are in the while you guys are in the van heading towards the mall yep. having a conversation about plans with a large amount of oil tanks in the, yes, in the back Gasoline tanks in the back. By the way, yes to your question, Nina is absolutely fucking smoking. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask because I knew she would be. <laughs> Wait, so is this a uh, don't botch a roll? Is this a mix it with styrofoam sort of thing, or are we uh, we just going straight to the the flammable fluids? I mean, either way, it's up to you guys. Um, I'm. We are heading to a. We are heading to an abandoned mall, as I understand. So I imagine it will not be hard to to if if we if we need to be sneaky if we can't have if, the opportunity to be so sneaky, to pick up the, some 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 styrofoam. So for the storyteller who hasn't run World of Darkness a lot, why do you mix gasoline with styrofoam? Homemade napalm. Hmm. Okay. That's not World Good of Darkness. That's that's Anarchist Cookbook. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Again, I have story- never owned, b- downloaded, or any other such thing. And Again, a, I have a storyteller who hasn't run World of Darkness a lot. <laughs> 
I'm just I mean, saying I mean, a lot I mean, of people's I mean, first I mean, experiences with the internet is where do I download the anarchist cookbook? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Look, if 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 we're if we're open to advanced planning as far as our arrival, I certainly would put in my lot for uh, just taking at least a moment between arrival and throwing Molotov cocktails for, uh, let's say, taking in the scene as a whole. I mean, yeah, that would be that would definitely be ideal. I'm not entirely sure what the situation is, like thoroughly what the situation is. But my thought was like, we have a sniper. We have barrels of gasoline. We have a vehicle. So we can do one of a number of things with it. We're not blowing up the van, Eamon says. I wasn't planning. I wasn't talking about blowing up the van. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about these big, big ass canisters, I feel like we've moved past Molotov cocktail department and kind of gone straight into the Stalin kegger at that point. Do we know where the things that we're dealing with are? Not until we get there. Need to so, touch. Uh-huh. I'd say we need to touch base with Jonas. He's been provided intel and keeping an eye on the entire thing. Let's. Did Did he tell us which side of the mall that he was noticing activity? Around the food court. Okay. Yeah, my my thought would like if they're, you know, if they have to be hanging out like hoodlums outside the mall, which I think is probably a bit much to hope for, but if so, then drive by, throw barrel out before they realize what's happened. Somebody shoots the barrel as we drive away. Well, um, certainly we, we could use that uh, to uh, take care of any sort of transportation they might have. That might not be a bad way to start, and then the rest of them are, are, are stuck there, but... My concern would be if we take that out, the rest of them will withdraw inside the mall and then uh, we're heading into a, an unknown building with unknown numbers inside and uh, it's not really my, uh, my sort of party. So, William, I know, there, I, I, I know there's been a few details about this, this mall expounded upon. Um, how long has it been shut down? Uh, this most recent shutdown has lasted for about a week. What are the odds that Nina, being who she is, has spent a decent amount of time in this truly shitty mall? I think that's a question that you can answer for me. Do you, do you spend time in the shitty malls? I mean, yes, because why would you spend time to think? She's not the hot topic kind of kind of <laughs> person, is what I'm trying okay. to say. I'm I'm just gonna list the I'm gonna list the traits of this mall, and you tell me if this is the place okay. you would have hung out in. It is. It was at one point the popular mall uh-huh. in the location until a different mall opened up closer to the major population center and people just started fluctuating there at which point most of the businesses just kind of started closing down like the food court was barely even a food court before the body was found and for several weeks old okay. uh, it was found because the janitor decided to go clean that area once a month um um uh, the businesses kind of there's like a couple of them left and before this most recent shutdown the mall was being used to go film stranger things <laughs> okay i mean 
That sounds like a place that she would buy if she could. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel like she's probably shot at least one unpermitted music video sequence oh, in easily. that mall. Like <laughs> she would buy that place and tell the drug dealers, "You can still deal here. I don't even want to cut. Just stay." <laughs> and maybe give me a discount. Um, so, yes, you might be familiar with this mall. So, would I potentially know things like where boiler rooms are? Um, where entrances are? Where... You definitely know where entrances and exits are. Okay. Um, boiler room and like inner workings that's not usually open to the public. Go ahead and roll me a wits and streetwise. Okay. Uh, wits and streetwise, both of which I have. If if this can be combined with that role, Paul would also be very interested in knowing if there is a skylight over the uh, the food court. Yes, absolutely. You you there's like the they had like the big triangular glass ceiling. That's what I figured. Okay, cool. Yeah. That would be one success. Uh, you do vaguely know where the generator and boiler rooms are. You don't know precisely, but you know where in the building as a general rule they should be. So, I know basics about the structure of the place, and I'm assuming that a mall this shitty is probably... Uh, uh, I mean, it's a mall, so probably it is not positioned particularly close to any residential areas. No. We can blow this entire fucking mall up if we if we really wanted to. Like the nearest place, the nearest place to the mall is the Atlantic Coliseum. Can I make a roll? Three gal, three three drums of gasoline definitely carries a level of concussive slash incendiary force. Is that enough to blow up an entire mall? Not an entire mall, but a okay. pretty good stretch of it. If you can put it, if you, if you can blow them up in the vicinity of the boiler room slash generator. I mean, you'll definitely take out a lot of the infrastructure. A large portion and the mall will probably collapse on itself and anything dead and walking around inside is going to wish it was just dead. Yeah, you could definitely, like, collapse a significant portion of the mall. You probably couldn't blow the entire no, thing out, no. but... All right, well... I would say if you want to Google Gwinnett Place Mall and look at how it sort of looks like a Lego piece, uh -huh. um, you could probably take out that entire central square with the three pegs. G-W-I-N-E-double-T. That was the problem. I was like, I'm pretty sure I will get it eventually, but I's and Y's and number of T, yeah. Anyway. Well, I can probably get this at least a decent shortage getting inside undetected, or at least unmolested. I just might not be able to help much with the uh, maneuvering of of the incendiary equipment. Dash up a figure, tight. I mean, getting into uh, uh, getting inside undetected is good. Getting inside on mole. Never mind. Um, 
I'm right here, Colleen says in the back. I was talking about me. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all of y'all are the worst. What? All of y'all are the worst. You're just the worst. This. Um, all right. Thanks, Colleen says. Not yay. Back in terms of planning, yes. um, if, if if we might be able to get close enough, um, maybe I might be able to approach from the other side of the mall, get up onto the roof, and then take a look through the skylight, see if there's anything visible. Not that I necessarily think they'd be doing their coffin trade in the middle of the of the uh, food court, but uh, it wouldn't be the first time yeah. something horrendous has done something monumentally stupid. I feel like the uh, I I feel like the vampires' living arrangements are not where there's a direct view to the sky. Oh, um, right. Like, but, uh, but what's your suggestion? Yeah. We're going to go in there. We're going to no, find no, a bunch no, of I agree in the back room of a subway. I was agreeing with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> No, I was absolutely oh. agreeing with you that, that that it's a good idea to look in there. I was just also agreeing that they are pro- that is probably not where the hub of activity is. Right. I mean, at least that way, if we see anyone moving, and if not, if, if it's totally clear, at least I can come back the way I came up and, and meet you all, and then we can reconnoiter on that side. Or I can stay up on top of the mall and give us a different vantage point from up high, looking at them as they come out. I mean, you shouldn't go by yourself. Well, if they're just making preparations right now, um, Eamon says, uh, they're probably not going to get down to business until after the sun goes down. Well, yeah. What time of day is it right now? Approaching after. It's it's mid-afternoon. Oh. Okay. Well, we're fine. Yeah, go alone. <laughs> I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to stick with the... Uh, I mean... Astrid, Nina, are either of you up skilled in the setting of demolitions? Not Fine really. skilled. You know anything at all about what the fuck you'd be doing? I um, mean, I've read some things. All right. How, worked, how many? I have worked with some, some 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 pyrotechnics people, but if you're asking, would I know? What, do I do I know specifically how to make a bomb? No. Why is there no explosive skill in the new there is. darkness there, tree? There is there actually is. in the, in the armory. You you in order to set explosives, it says you have to if you you have to take an explosive skill a specialty in the crafts tree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Otherwise, okay. you're just rolling wits at a minus three. Good luck. Well, hold, now hold on, because I think in the other book, uh, it, it said it's science, which is why I took points in science. I do not. It could pro- it could probably go either way, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, I would accept I would accept either a science roll or a crafts roll. If if I could take that science and put it into crafts, I'll do that now. Because that's why I took the point of Sure, science. yeah. You can go ahead and drop them over into crafts if you want to. You know what? It might actually you 
it might be a good idea to so of, of the group of you is toy store or 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 something like that and see if we can procure the, we can purchase some styrofoam from them uh, you you actually you you ask Nina and Astrid are either of you good with explosives and actually out of the corner of your eye you actually see uh, Paul kind of mm? <laughs> yeah yeah um, Paul uh, and Paul does say well I'm 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 more, more on what the what we might call the um, artisan scale of explosives but yeah I do have some experience with them well fair enough then. I'll, I'll follow your lead then. Most of most of mine have been cars in Belfast, as you might imagine. <clears throat> I, <laughs> right. Most I of mine gonna... have been safes and locks, so not exactly malls, but uh, principle, I'm sure, is the same. Yeah, we can we can pull our resources then. Um, okay. Yeah. That, okay. So yeah, it's, usually it's... when when one's making when when you've got two people. Like you, and one of them's making bombs to blow the other one up. So, so, um, to, to, to clarify, Nina, and let, there's more that unites us than divides us. To, to, clar- to clarify and let you decide where you want to put those points, Craig. Um, and science is for making explosives, craft is for arming and disarming them. Yeah. Okay. Then, then he would be more in terms of the arming and disarming. Okay, so you being you being crafts rather than science. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna consolidate everything into crafts then, because I, I I doubt he he's he's a brew your own. <laughs> he, he's he, he's 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 not a basement chemist that one. No, I think he probably picks them up from the uh, from the the local labyrinth to yeah and, mm-hmm. and, and takes them out to actually employ them. So in response, yeah, okay, Brexit. What? So what's the? What exactly <laughs> is the plan? Well, um, if I'm going to go early and get up onto the roof, I may as well take at least uh, one source of explosives that we could use uh, as a little bit of a surprise and leave it up there. So if they do go back inside, we could blow blow out the the skylight, um, have them think we're coming in from the roof, and then. Uh, have the rest of the approach be from the outside. All right. I should be able to get these others inside with the, with the barrels. We'll find ourselves a decent flashpoint and go from there. I mean, it's daytime, so we don't have to be, we shouldn't have to worry. They're probably going to have some kind of guardian, but we shouldn't have to worry too much. Well, I, I'll try and get the chant going, and and for that should at least get us in there, indoors and and to where we need to be. I mean, as the place is closed down, I'm pretty sure we, I'm pretty sure we can get in there and find a dolly in in the in in the warehouse area of one of the places. Would it be possible from the supplies that we have? And I I realize most of what we have are basically just large scale substances that are incendiary in nature but um taking stock of what we have available or what we could get easily would it be possible to whip up something where um for instance you could make a small scale charge that would blow a window and then drop one of the larger canisters through it Ooh. um here's a thought what if you what if you just just if we do get the styrofoam 
because I'm right. still on board with that. Just as much as possible, like just smear it over the smear our little homemade napalm over the skylight, and then have the skylight rigged to 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 potentially blow somehow, which will detonate and literally rain fire down. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Fire that will not go out. <laughs> or, or in the, I mean, if we can't do anything specifically to have it go off up there, just what I'm thinking is put it up there, have something that breaks a pane, and then have a barrel drop down, which will explode and spread out once yep. it lands. Good work. Can I can I roll craft to see if we could pick up something out of um, the world's last radio shack on the way or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you this is the thing I just I just described. If you're going to try and make a bomb, it would actually be science. Okay, so, but to but to make a detonator, yeah, to to set up a detonator would be craft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, but like if you if you wanted to try and parcel the gasoline into like individual cocktails um would be more science but if you're just trying to rig this tub to explode would just be crass i mean i Damn it. <laughs> the the i feel like it's probably not going to be that difficult to take a little bit of gasoline pour it into a few bottles no that it won't be hard just explosive enough to sh- to ignite the napalm that you literally all you do is take styrofoam, put it in gasoline, let it soak. Yeah, no, you'll be getting you'll be getting an equipment bonus for the tools at hand. But I'll, it, I'll, I'll tell you what I have currently. I have one point in crafts for explosives and one point in science. Perfect. Um, I, I was going to move the science into crafts. Are you okay with me spending the experience points to just buy a second point in crafts? Go right for now? it. And Go I'll for keep, it. I'll keep the point in science. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get rid of my experience. And uh, I, I am I am here to make an enjoyable story for all of you. I don't really <laughs> care. Here to literally let ourselves blow ourselves up. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So we're starting with science. Yeah. So it will say to put together the a variety of different explosive tools. Um, you already have explosive payload on hand. You've got enough cloth and rags from the, you've got like you're in you're in a church van you've got enough materials to set a fuse um so we'll say for the equipment that you have on hand we'll say you have a plus three die equipment bonus okay can i offer can i potentially add an additional die to that by assisting sure so that'll be a grand bonus of plus four to your roll can we stop and get a um you know get a cheap timer so that it's not we're not trying to light a fuse that will go off in, in sure. several hours. Yeah. Um, actually, can we can we can we get a remote from from like a random like yeah the last radio shack on the planet? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, all right. So intelligence and science plus four then, right? Yep. Plus four. All right. I mean, radio shacks are still around. They just sell iPhone cords now. <laughs> Three successes. Okay. <laughs> like that's <laughs> seriously. Oh my God. I that's. About all they have anymore. Um, I went to one not too long ago to get a light bulb for uh, my kid's science experiment. Yeah. So they're they're definitely still around and, and have random drawers full of bits and pieces. Uh, Pretty much. 
Um, uh, so okay. I assume we're meeting up somewhere, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were going to meet Jonas in the parking lot, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but I feel like we should maybe meet up somewhere else and then drive there together, right? Because I don't want to pull up into the yeah. mall parking lot, get out and be like, all right, hey, everybody, moving coffins. We're just going to build some explosive over here. Um, but you, you can you can find a parking lot that's that's within a reasonable distance and out just out of sight of the mall okay great so. okay cool um but with three with three successes uh are you looking for quantity for, for quantity or quality um with, with quality with regard to the uh the timer i don't want i mean to or to the remote detonator i don't want any anything left to chance there and then as far as putting the others together um, probably just qu- uh, quantity <laughs> with regard to those. All right. So, let's see. You had three tubs of gasoline, I think. Yes. So, um, parceling one of the tubs out into individual detonators, um, we'll say that. Uh, what's a. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look at the explosive list and see what's an appropriate gas bomb. For reference, the standard size barrel in the United States is about 31 gallons. Mm. We have so much gasoline, you guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll equate it to a gunpowder bomb just because it's it's not like real it's not like high grade explosive material here so uh, I mean um, un, unless you want it to be a fagas which is basically a barrel full of shit no that's fair. Yeah, it, it's a big explosion, but not quite so much. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's not necessarily yeah, not force, but just area mostly. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll say that you managed to out of out of that one barrel of gasoline, you managed to put together um, three. Um, Timed explosives that are the payload equivalent of a, of a standard fugas, which is to say, they have a blast area of is that twenty five feet or or, or uh, meters. You know? uh, twenty. That should. That's probably twenty five feet in all directions, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a big blast, ass area <laughs> with a with a, bla- with a blast force of three lethal. Right. It's not like it's a shape charge or anything, but it, yeah. it 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 hurts and you get eight agains on it, and yeah. <laughs> and, and it sets things on fire and knocks yes. things over. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Fuga specifically causes five fire damage each turn because it's because it's a, it's just a bunch of random burning shit. Yep. <laughs> right. Fair enough. <laughs> So yeah, you got you got we'll say three of these basically um napalm molotovs that you can set on a timer. Okay. Great. 
Side note, that was one of that was one of the few few military acronyms I was not familiar with before now. What if we guys? Yes. Yep. I know a lot of them. I had never heard that one before. <laughs> it's pretty certain it's French for something. No, it means fucked up, god awful shit. No, the, the the one in the armory is actually just a French term, F O U G A S S E. Oh. Or F O U, yeah. Yep. Well, no, that's fo- that, that, that's Fogas. But but it it it's about the it same either both. way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really does. All right, so yeah, you got those you got those set up. What are you going to do with them and what are you planning to do next? Um well, once we get to the mall proper, uh Eamon's going to get out and try to invoke the shepherd's blessing. Um and basically anybody he's he's going to spend two willpower so that he can include everybody else in it while Sean and Colleen and Drew probably go find their own sniper spot. Yep. And so, basically as long as we don't do anything inherently aggressive as we, we will potentially remain completely unnoticed or unremarked. Okay. So, well, as you, as you pull up, mm-hmm. um, as you, as you pull up to the mall, um, it definitely looks almost completely abandoned from the side that you pull up, which knowing that you were heading somewhere around the food court, you sort of pull up from Satellite Boulevard, um, which is the road directly north of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you as you find a parking spot somewhere around there, you hear the rumble of engines. And um, a few moments later, you see Jonas's motorcycle pull up next to your van. Paul looks up from where he is <laughs> wiring timers. And, Howdy, uh, stranger. Howdy. Uh, Jonas, we got ourselves a bit of a party started indoors yet? Well, things are still getting set up right now. I suspect the party won't be starting until after the sun goes down, which is still got an hour or two. Hmm. Do you, do you um, know what exactly is happening here? Uh, from what my uh, from what intel I could gather, it seems like uh, these folks have some kind of conversation they need to have with Jack Cross. I don't know if they're giving information or making threats, but it looks like a parlay from what I can tell. Alright. And uh, if we were to you know, take some certain steps to ensure that our friends without a pulse didn't stand a good chance of walking away from that. Is that uh, something we need to notify Mr. Cross's compatriots of ahead of time? Well, that depends on how much you want to deal with werewolves. Uh. I mean... In all senses, in all in all senses of the of the of the phrase, because I mean, if you tell him, you have to deal with him in conversation. If you don't tell him, 
you have to deal with the aftermath of setting off explosives at a meeting that he was not aware of. Normally, I am all about asking for forgiveness before permission. That said, when it turns, when it when it comes to 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 furry death machines, little less so. That's uh, prudent to me. I'd agree with that. Are Crossing Company already present? Yeah. They, Damn it. From what I can tell, they're both setting up bunkers. The oh. vampire, the vampire's crew is organizing and bringing in coffins shielded from the sunlight so that their folk won't be dead before the before they get there and the werewolves are just setting up a sitting room well that 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 does beg the 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 question maybe it would be worth trying to go in while it's still daylight to cut down on what we're dealing with and that way we just crack open a few wooden pinatas see which one contains the prize and burn the rest i mean Yeah, but you've gone to all this work, Spanner. It seems to be a pity to, to waste it. He grins and says, well, we did set remotes, so nothing to say that we can't set them off a little early. So my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong here, is that the, the fuzzies and the fangies are, 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 are meeting to... Um, work something out. So that's about what I can gather at the moment. Yeah, they're not normally friendly with each other. No, not so by a long be shot. Expecting someone to attack, they're going to be paranoid, on edge, and looking for any hint of an attack coming all the way up through the meeting. Seems I mean, like I would be if I were them. Seems like an accurate read. That also makes sense to me. So... Hmm. Only problem is, neither of them are like to use fire. For obvious reasons. Right. So if you're, planning, if you're planning on blowing, if you're planning on blowing stuff up or setting stuff on fire, it's not exactly either of their modus operandi. No, no, no. I, I'm more concerned about if that wasn't the case, it would have been. It's a, it, it's a shutdown mall, but exactly, it's a shutdown mall. There would be a certain level of plain dumb that some of us could make trying to get in there and position things in there as we wanted to position if we happen to be found. Um, and we would not necessarily be being looked for, so we could l- move with a certain level of expectation that that we might be able to be successful in, in being sneaky. I mean, if the benediction works as it's intended to, we'll be able to just uh, load these these barrels up on a lorry and wheel it in, and they can watch they us do it, and they won't they won't think twice about it. We'll just be, oh look, and more people delivered things. All right, bye. No, that shit's creepy as hell to me. By the way, but I'm, I'm not. not I'm not familiar on a grand scale with the benedictions of the church, but if I'm not mistaken, that magic hides persons not necessarily objects oh aye, but if so long as we're not doing anything 
aggressive with it they'll just be like oh look people doing it i mean i walked up to a man and hot wired his car under his nose and drove off with it and he barely even looked at me but what i'm saying is if you if you walk away from those bombs oh at that point then somebody will be like hey what's all these things here yeah i i that that's that is that is a risk that's of course if they're in a place where they can easily see them so about how many of them are there three I have, we just I have, finished <laughs> no, i assume she means enemies oh that i haven't been able to get a good count on at least the vampires uh jack cross seems to have brought himself and from what i can gather three more okay that's a lot of that's a lot of cloths um yeah I mean, I'm just here for the fun. Not literally, but you get the idea. Is there anything uh, preventing us from going in and saying, uh, afternoon, Mr. Cross, we understand you've got a meeting with some individuals that we'd prefer to see uh, in, in ash and buried under several meters of concrete. Uh, would you mind horribly us uh, blowing up the whole shite as soon as you get you and your squad clear? Uh, whatever's bringing him to the table most likely would stand in the way of that. Well, we should find out what's bringing him to the table. Let's go in and have a chat. Let's talk. I I, I don't know if I've ever talked to Werewolf before. This will be exciting. All right. Well, diplomacy it is. Do do we just? I, I used to have a pistol named diplomacy. As a point of caution, do we, do we still perhaps want to put some of the explosives in place, or do we want to start off by uh, by making contact? Ah, uh, if you you all want to go make the contact, I don't mind uh, loading these fuckers up and uh, getting them in place at least. Uh, at which point, um, let's, Amy let's kind of... ask before we start putting the explosives around the werewolves. <laughs> Fair enough. At, at which point, Amon's kind of. Well, you guys go and ask. Uh, Drew and I are going to take the wee Colleen here and find a high vantage point with a good view. Good plan. Um, right. Looks at Colleen and says, are you all right with that? Um, further away from the vampires is good, yes. Okay. And the explosives. And the explosives, yeah. Um, you'll be in very good hands and... Um, the rest of us will be uh, nearby, but probably in uh, in a lot deeper shite than you are. So, um, just uh, if something, if 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 trouble comes up, and he uh, is addressing all three of them at this point, so if trouble comes up, um, get back uh, to to a further safe distance. If it looks like they've spotted you, all right, you can come in and see uh, see what's left of us after the point. But no sense in uh, right now in us losing more than we need to. Angels at your back, brother. <sighs> and the devil running from you. <laughs> and the, the three of them head off to go and find a good sniper spot. Right, well, should we go have a bit of a chinwag with some werewolves then? All right. Well, uh, as 
as as Jonas kind of turns and starts to head into the mall. Well, uh, I guess that means follow me then. He says as he pulls uh, a cigarette out from uh, a vest pocket and just kind of proceeds to light up as he walks. Uh, Eamon takes a couple seconds to do the reverse of the Chekhov's armory. Um, and just loads up <laughs> with all of the blades he has. <laughs> are you are, now? I have to ask: Are you using the golf bag from last time? Oh yeah. Mm. Okay. Still got the golf bag. <laughs> nice. All right. So, assuming all of you follow Jonas. Yep. Yep. Um, he leads you inside the food court. Um and kind of walks up into the center of it. And as you walk in, you see this food court's been abandoned for a while. Like the, uh, the, the signs where all of the individual um, uh, businesses had set up their little like six feet of stall uh, of like booth in the, on the sides of the wall um, have Still are still hung there, but look like they haven't been maintained in a while, and a lot of them are just kind of like slowly falling apart. Um, and the 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 plants that they use for decoration to sort of separate the seating areas are all dead. Um, the uh, some of the tables are overturned. So there's chairs that are missing or just sitting in the middle of nowhere. Um, the area looks like it's been mopped. Uh, a couple months ago. Um, and as you, as you walk in, um, Jonas kind of walks toward the center of the food court to like this sort of cross area where all of the, the, like there's like four major sections of seating with like a walkway connecting them that's sort of cross-shaped. Um, and as he, he sort of stands in the dead center of that and looks around, takes a drag on his cigarette. <sighs> We're looking for the defenders of Gaia, he says out loud to to the air. And uh, a few seconds later, there is the sound of a metal door swinging open, slamming into a wall. And then the sound of numerous um, hard-soled, uh, well-tailored sh- uh, shoes clicking across the, the floor uh, as a familiar scarred and sort of greasy black-haired individual uh, with a retinue of three more uh, out, out over his shoulders kind of approaches from around one of the corners in, in the food court. Anybody we recognize from the nightclub? Uh, yeah, the bald one um, with the with the sort of the black glasses. You do recognize as one of the one of the individuals that had been with him uh, at the nightclub. Okay. Um, and he sort of walks. He sort of walks out into the open. Well, you got our attention at the very least. It was pretty bold of you to just walk in and call for us. I mean, that's sort of 
That's sort of how we do. Um, hi. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. This is a little awkward. I'm not sure what the proper, if there's a proper etiquette to this, but it's come to our attention that you're having a, a, a meeting with people of the not-quite-living variety. And what about it? Well, we want to make those not-quite-living people a little more solidly in the not-living category. Yeah, you and me both, but there's business to be done first. Right, and and pardon my interjecting, but that's why we're here. We were able to work, I feel, very nicely with you um, without disturbance outside the nightclub. We don't wish to step on any toes or paws, um, but uh, so we want to find out when you'll be your business will be concluded and make sure that we're uh, not working at cross purposes um, to uh, step in and take care of what we need to after the fact we don't want to burn you up Paul doesn't doesn't say anything out loud but just sort of points over it Nina like exactly well problem is the information that I'm getting from this individual and his compatriots, I I made the deal that I would be getting this information in exchange for safety and safe passage in and out and the ability to leave unharmed. So I'm afraid I would have to be violating my word to allow you to kill my deal making uh just because i've got the information that i've got uh, can i ask well, you a question what information are you getting from these fuckers what are you seeking from them i should say That's something that I don't know that I've built up enough trust among uh, those of you who uh, keep the night in uh, more mundane ways. I don't know if I've built up enough trust to let you know what I'm looking for. Well, the reason that I ask is... How to put this... Well, there's a couple points to my to why I ask. Um, the first is rhetorically to because I feel the need to remind you that whatever you're seeking will not be what they supply. Dead things don't tell the truth. I've got something of a nose for lies, but yeah. And well, if you've got a nose for lies, then uh, I'd like to 
put that to a bit of a test if you don't mind um we intend to fucking level this place and make sure that none of those goddamn corpses have any chance of walking out of here still upwardly mobile am i lying he sort of looks at you for a second sort of sniffs the air Nothing you said was immediately false. So what we're trying to do here is offer you the courtesy of at least letting you get it to have a shot at getting what you want before we engage our plan. Um, about problem, how much time will you need? The problem with that is that if I do let you just blow them up, as much as that would be personally satisfying, I have a reputation to keep. And I'm not somebody who goes back on his word. Well, two two points with regard to that. There's a bit of a chance. See, I don't know if you're aware of this. But there seems to be a lot of interaction between no I legitimately honestly mean no offense by this I just don't know how to phrase it better all of the things that go bump in the night and we've become aware of it and are sort of doing our own looking into it so there's a very good chance you may not have to even deal with them but first we have to know what you're looking for And I understand that trust is an issue, and I get that. I would point out that if we were trying to be untrustworthy, we just wouldn't have bothered to tell you anything, and we would have blown everybody up and let whatever my good Irish friend hears, God, sort them out. Paul nods and says... would just point and laugh. Paul nods and says, um, right, I, I, and, and you mentioned that you're not sure that we've built up enough good faith. I certainly think coming here, putting ourselves at risk to bring you news of something that might be against your interest, I think that goes a long way to showing good faith on our part, just to show you that we're trying to deal with you fair and square. Exactly. And um, as to the other issue, I'm not sure what sort of bargain you've made, but unless you've personally guaranteed their health and safety um, in perpetuity, then I think once your deal is concluded, you're done. We're not asking you to make a distraction. We're not asking you to cover for us or to put in a bomb. We're just saying, look, we want to know when you'll be finished so that we don't burn any tails on your way out. And then after that, it's our show after yours is finished. I think the concern as far as that goes is, uh, as, as uh, um, Mr. Cross has said, he's promised safe passage. Up to the point... I'm sure they leave. To the point, I'm going to be escorting them where they're going after this. Right. And did you uh, did you specifically offer that you wouldn't state where that would be? 
No, see, the thing is, where they're going is related to the information that I need from them. Because if what they have is what I need, they'll be leading me to it. Fair enough, but what? so I think that brings us back to uh, my friend Nina here's original offer of what is it you need? Maybe you don't need these fuckers to take you there. We might, we might know. Because let me tell you, sir, we've run across a powerful lot of very interesting information, all of it pretty solidly verifiable here, and that's just in the last couple of days. And you, you see uh, he's sort of like the, the clench of his jaw for a second as he kind of clenches his teeth for a minute and you see the, the very slight peel back of the lips over fangs as he just kind of suppresses the growl. See, I know that you don't know what I want to know because if you knew where my mate was and didn't tell me I would not be having this conversation with you right now. We don't know that, no. Hmm. Wait a minute. Well, does your mate like to golf? (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm not sure of... uh, I'm not sure... What your what 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 dynamics are, anything like that, but mm, are you Would saying? You... And I are you saying that your let's just say significant other is missing? The vampires know where it is, and you're gonna give them safe passage to tell you. Specifically, they're going to bring me to where the fuckers that have her are. And then they're going to go on their merry way while I rip them a fucking sunder. Oh, yeah, that's certainly not a trap. Uh, is, it, is it other vampires one, that have one, one, uh, a, a moment, actually. Uh, I don't mean to, to pray into your personal affairs, and I, I swear to Christ that I'm not trying to pull anything over on you, Mr. Truth Sniffer lad there uh what's her name (laughs) you're fishing for colleen aren't you (laughs) fuck yeah i am um no um tara tara she have a last name dust willow Moment, if you will. Hi, Sean. Tara Dusquillow. See if uh, Colleen knows where she's at. And is it other vampires that have her? Or is it something else? According to my uh, previous conversations with this individual, um, something else. And what sort of thing would that be? That one's complicated. And a little bit beyond the can of people who aren't familiar with this kind of dealing. 
Can I ask? Try us. I'm going to ask. You can answer, you can't, or you can choose not to. But what do they want in return? They want away from the nonsense that this uh, colonel's apparently been pulling with the local vampire population. And I'm inclined to uh, give them a hand because the less people the colonel has at his command, the less trouble he's able to cause. Could you tell us the name of the individual you're meeting with? Uh, give me one second as I try and remember where I put my fucking notes at. <laughs> <laughs> there are those that call him... Fuck. Uh, can you... Holly, can you whisper me that name again? Uh, <laughs> that answers that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also do not know how to do the whisper thing on here. Uh, slash W space and then the name of the just type slash W space William and it'll show up as a drop down. Slash W space William. And then you see like you, you should see a drop down from the menu. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Click on that. And then type yeah. what yeah, I'm going to Type whatever you want to send. Yep. Thank you. Okay. I thought that was his name, but I wasn't certain. <laughs> Uh, it's a fellow by the name of Archer. All right. Just really quick out of character clarification. Because it was sort of... It wasn't really make. Am I... Uh, are the people who are on the other side of the phone aware of the con the 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 fact that Astrid has a personal stake in this. I was that communicated so. over the phone. They're aware that she has a personal stake in this. I don't think you ever said uh, your brother's name. Uh not to the people over the phone, but she told Paul. I remember that. That's where yeah, whether it was cuz I know there was a conversation that was had between golf team Yes, and then certain communications. So I'm just not sure. Uh, yeah, I think I think what was established was that Astrid has a personal stake in one of these vampires. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. This individual by the name of Archer is wanting me to pull him and his coterie away from the evolving machinations of the colonel. Oh, we'll look over at Astrid sort of to see um, if, if she recognizes that name. Oh, there is definite recognition yeah. on her face. Um, she, she's trying to keep a hard face right now, but you can tell. Paul, Paul will sort of lean, turn around so he's facing away from... Um, do, do we know this, the, this individual's name yet? The bold guy? Uh, the bald guy? No, you don't have his name. Okay. Um, Paul will we'll turn around so his back is, is is to that person to look at Astrid um, and and mouth. Is that your brother? She'll give like a slight nod. Okay. Um, and uh, he'll he'll reach out 
And if she'll let him put it, we'll put a hand on her shoulder. She'll let him. And kind of just squeeze and, and kind of nod at her. And then um, we'll, we'll turn back and keep paying attention to the conversation. So, yeah. Unless you know where Kara Dust Willow is and where you, and can bring me to the fucking worm spawn tainted fucking worm. And you seem to kind of su- try and suppress the, the, the rise of anger. All right. Um, why not, um, why not tell us a little bit more about this worm spawn? Um, Paul, by the way, is still sort of mentally recalibrating because when he said mate, he assumed buddy. <laughs> um, but um, you, you might be surprised. We have a, uh, and he looks at the others and says, uh, let's say a, a, a breadth of experience. One of us might uh, might know something that might be helpful. Sean, any update now would be better, faster than slow. Uh, at which point uh, you hear back from Sean she doesn't know a fucking thing damn it sorry what Um, let's just say that a lot of the imbalance and problems in this world can be traced back to the machinations of a creature of immense evil and abhorrence by the name of the worm as he becomes Irish instead of instead of random New Yorker <laughs> as I try and work too many accents at once listen uh, and the uh, the thing about it is that's our job is to deal with the worm and the things that it spreads into this world and the things that it touches and taints and twists and corrupts. That's what the sons of Gaia, the daughters of Gaia, all of us who walk the path of the moon are here for is to kill the worm wherever it shows up. Okay. Listen. (laughs) Jack, can I call you Jack? Sure. Why not? I get what you're saying. I mean, I understood about 30% of that, but I get what you're saying. In terms of what you're trying to accomplish I, I sim- in the immediate term totally get it totally un- on board certainly don't want you not to get Tara back that said we are incredibly incredibly dedicated ourselves to dealing with these particular vampires. 
there's a way we can make a deal. I just need you to tell me what it is. I mean, if you want to follow us to wherever they're going to bring me and deal with them after they've gone out of my reach and I am no longer protecting them, feel free. But I can't let you set up explosives here to try and deal with them because I'm going to be walking out the door with them. I'm looking back to everybody else. Uh, Paul looks over and, and, and says, um, you know, if, if we might, I, I feel uh, perhaps you have us at a disadvantage. Might I ask your name? You're looking at the bald one? Yeah. He, he's, the one, he's the one who's, who's looking for his mate, correct? No, Jack is looking for his oh, mate. Oh, Jack is looking for, okay. Then I've been misunderstanding the speaker the whole time yeah oh, sorry. Sorry. sorry running three different accents is <laughs> God, <laughs> accent blends. that's on me all right um then then paul in the, rather than that paul says mr cross um if you could give us just a moment to confer yeah go ahead and then we'll sort of we'll step uh maybe step can we step outside or step sure. out. Sure. Okay. Uh, Paul will head for the door and, and sort of yep. wait and see if the others will follow. Yeah. Follow. Mm-hmm. Follow. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we've got two options. We could take them up, take them up on their offer, follow them along, um, or we could. Um, uh, just go ahead with our original plan and fuck it. We could say we're going to take them up on our offer and then blow them all up. Right. And this kind of looks over. You all right, Astrid? I'm fine. Um, Paul. Paul also looks at Astrid and says, "Look, um, I, I mean, this is this is your play. Yeah. Um, how would you like to approach it?" I'm personally, I'm not tremendously in favor of, um, uh, of, of, of biting off more than we can chew. And while, uh, working with werewolves is not my favorite pastime, um, I, uh, in this particular case, the enemy of my enemy, uh, might be my ally. I, I think we should let them have their meeting and follow them. Okay. I think that's going to be the best course of action. And uh, are you wanting to be present at this meeting? I mean, that's another thing that we could ask. We could ask, hey, can we sit in? I don't want him to see me yet. Uh, That's fair. Um, I mean, am I to be able to make it so that you could watch him without him really noticing you? But if you're not ready for that, then your choice. Uh, No, I I would go for that. I just don't know what he will do when he sees me. Well, that's fair. We we could certainly offer to go, or at least some of us or all of us. um, Astrid, if you prefer not to go, certainly understand. But some of us could go along. with the werewolves to the meeting um 
I just uh, am, am not particularly sure how the vampires might react if uh, they suddenly show up with, with additional people in, in tow. I'm not sure if they yeah, know exactly how big the pack is. bad as far as that goes. And I don't want to... I don't want to fuck Jack's goals. That last just one, there was just... important clarification. Hey, just uh, an offer not, not to demand or anything. Uh, no, no, absolutely. Um... But I definitely think there's a lot more that we can learn out of this conversation if we're able to actually listen I in really on it. I want to be in on that mm-hmm. conversation for greater picture value in terms of understanding how these two groups interact, etc., etc., etc. We don't have to show up with him. We just have to say, hey, Jack, do you mind if we show up at some point? Because right. if we show up with him, that could be, I don't know, well, if we show up with him, that could cause, uh, that, that could, that could, you know, you're changing the terms of the meeting, blah, 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 godfather posturing. Honestly. Um, I've altered just... the deal, pray I don't alter it any further, that right. sort of thing. Well, uh, Star, honestly. Star Wars, not godfather. But... If we, uh. We could just, I think, if your if your magic works as good as uh, as you seem confident that it does, we could just let him know that we will be hidden in a different location, observing, and just be in the corner of the room watching the proceedings. Well, I and and I might have an approach that uh, wouldn't even require us to be in a room. Ask the guy. Uh, ask if we can give Jack a call before before they start the meeting and well, leave no, the phone in his pocket. Well, not even a call. Uh, and and Paul pulls out one of his coins and runs it across his knuckles. Um, I, he's already familiar with these uh, particular uh, artifacts. Um, so maybe we'd buy ourselves a little bit more goodwill if uh, I approach him openly about it this time. Do we know what kind of werewolf Jack is? Like. Is he one of the fighty kinds or is he one of the magic kinds? Because I don't know. I'm sorry? Sorry, what the fuck? There are non-magic... I'm pretty sure he's one of the fighty kind. Did he tell us... He, they, they did tell us that they were... Um, which which tribe they were, right? Uh, he mentioned that among his pack were several members, including some of the Uctena, and he mentioned the Uctena specifically because he knows that you, uh, that he, because, because he seemed familiar enough with, with your order that he figured you would recognize that clan name. Okay. But even, even you don't know quite enough to know the delineations of werewolf aspects. I was not aware that there was any difference, but I thought werewolves were werewolves. I was going to say, if you bring knowledge, you have to bring enough to share with the rest of the class. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, let's just say I've been the diplomat a lot more than I've been comfortable with at times, and I've had to pick up a few things. Um, let's just say werewolves have a about as many different specialties as we do. And uh, some of them do magic shit. Go good. I don't don't get all of it, but... 
So you're saying that in addition to the garden variety ball, b- big furry balls of in- sooner than instant death, there are big furry balls of sooner than instant death that can do wizard that are also do. wizards. Well, see, my my big my biggest concern was that when he said he had a nose for lying, I think he might have been quite serious about that. So if we get into a fight, blow his nose off. I understand. Um, is this like a bewitched thing? I have no Being fucking clue, wiggle. man. I, I I legitimately have no fucking clue about how their bullshit works. I just know that I've seen... All right, so there's some weird shit other than just we turn into a rage monster that's basically a wandering wood chipper. Right. Can I roll to see if I know anything about it? Uh, yes. Go ahead and roll me intelligence and a cult. You're going to need a lot of successes. That's fair. You're going to need more than Jonas can get. Fair enough. Uh, sometimes a player. Uh, sometimes I, as a player, realize that I am older than my PC, and thus understand pop culture references that my PC probably doesn't. I got a zero, so I do <laughs> not know. No what clue. Talking about. <laughs> I should say you would have needed an exceptional success or more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. I just figured there was a possibility, but there apparently was. not. <laughs> if, you'd rolled, if you'd rolled enough tens, there was a possibility. <laughs> yeah. So. Regardless, so are we... So we've got the walk in and nobody notices us because I've done my job right. We've got the Paul goes in and asks some hey, do you mind taking this uh, shilling with you? And uh, then we've got the fuck it, blow them all up, who doesn't give a shit. And uh, what else we got? I think that's not exactly They literally a bad just follow, except Jack's offer to follow them wherever. Right, skip the meeting and the blowing up entirely, and just uh, string along behind where until and they get ready to blow them going. up wherever they end up going. I mean, if your benediction magic works the way it does, then I'm all for that plan personally. I vote however Astrid does. Um, this is your, I mean, this is your would, thing. I'm not going to go against whatever you want. I would like to listen to the meeting, if if at all possible, but I would not like to actually be there, be seen. Seems to be what your magic's for, right? Aye, we can uh, stay well out of sight that way, and nobody will really look twice at us as long as things go according to plan. And in the var- fairly unlikely event that uh, they they do spot us and actually take notice, we make sure that Astrid stays undercover first. How about let's cut our losses? They're not cut our losses, but hedge our bets. Two very different things. Yes. Um, Rather a bit. Let's... <sighs> you and somebody else... Maybe it can be Paul. Doesn't matter. Chill out at the meeting under your 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 godly magic shit. Um and the others hang back 
We can say we, you and whoever can 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 observe, can record the meeting, audio wise. If you're looking for a quiet place, I can help out. You hear a quiet and wispy voice, sort of echo in, sort of blown in on the wind. Nah. Oh, what? <laughs> what the actual fuck was that? As the group of you turn, you see sort of leaning on the corner on the outside a uh, long black hair uh, sort of flowing down the side of this pale, almost alabaster white skinned human with these painted icy blue lips and these cold ice blue eyes. (laughs) Kukri's out. Yep. Stand and be recognized. I I actually think that I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, how close are they? Uh, like 15 feet away from you. Do I need to roll to see if I'm already attacking with the watchful uh, Kepris? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, she's kind of got her, her hands in her jacket pockets. Her jacket is like big winter coat style. Um, like big fluffy coat with like the fur lining on the inside. Uh, Who care, Killer Frost? Good one. Nice. Who are you and what you... What you, you, you fucking what? It's hey. rude to butt in on conversations without introducing yourself first. Sorry, you're just so loud. You're just so loud and easy to overhear. Sorry. Who are you? Uh, you can call me Shakes. Really? All right. And what's your play here? Uh, let's just say the um, the the bigger and flashier people that are having a meeting here. Um, I'd like to know what's going on too. So you're not with Mr. Cross? No. No, she's not. <laughs> Wait, you know this? I know of woman. I know of. Care to enlighten the rest of us? I I am correct in remembering this is the changeling, right? That's from that's what you've heard. You've heard the of a changeling named Shakes. Basically facilitates. Oh, meetings, that's right. Etc. This is she puts like puts people with like-minded goals together from across. Let's call it metaphysical demographics. She got a pulse? Yes. She got our kind of pulse? Kinda. Mostly. She's not one of us, but she from from she's not, what she's not terrible. Do do I, I and I honestly can't remember. Is that something that the rest of us know in character, or is that something that Nita found out just personally? Uh, Nita and I believe Drew found that out, and I don't think the rest of you. Okay. Did. There was uh, there were, there was definitely some conversation about shakes because okay. I specifically remember saying uh, saying something vaguely deceptive to keep people from just hunting down this person. Yeah. Um. Well, not to put too fine a point on it and apologize if I'm coming across as crass then, but uh, what the fuck are you? Uh, 
I'm just someone trying to stay on this side of the veil and not draw the attention of things that are way too big and way too dangerous. That's lovely and vague and not at all what I asked. Yeah, well, the thing is, from my experience, if I tell you guys too much, you start shooting. She's Tinkerbell touched. Totally shite, the fair folk. And if I recall correctly, you're involved in... Uh... Right, you're Irish. You know this stuff. Oh. And Eamon gets very suspicious very damn fast. <laughs> Let's just say there's a lot of people who've been through a lot of bad shit and want to live as close to a normal life as they can. And... These guys are disrupting that pretty heavily. Yes, but uh, on the other side, Miss Shakes, you've just walked up to us out of nowhere and offered an unsolicited deal. Also legit. And forgive me if if, uh, we may be uh, coming at this from two sides of the the same coin, but uh, I've had an entire childhood telling me that uh, the very first thing I should be doing is... uh, finding some salt and throw it in your face and running like fuck for the hills. I don't give a See, fuck. no, no, salt, salt's for the fae themselves, not for me. Yeah, Tinkerbell touch, not Tinkerbell. <laughs> I don't know me? what the difference is, but apparently there is one. Um, but, um, I mean, if you want, I can lay out what kind of deal I'm offering. I mean, I can we can we not call it a deal because laid out we'll say no or maybe yes and we'll see. She, whatever well, else she might be, from what I understand, you're a business person, correct? That's pretty accurate. So let's hear your business proposal. Sure. Um, I want to find out what's in there. In Shark Tank with a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> No, no, they're much worse. Shark Tank or the Leprechauns? The Leprechauns leprechauns are way worse. I was going to say Shark Tank too. Yes, but I mean... Have you watched that show? I actually haven't, but I assume it's really bad because it's um, see. I want to find out what's going on in there too. Um, You guys want to find out what's going on in there. Mm -hmm. I need... Well... I need magic and the kind of magic that I need comes from you guys. Okay. And if you guys will give me a hand, I'll get us all in there quietly uh, in a way that they shouldn't be able to find us unless one of you breaks ranks. When you say comes from you guys, I really like my bone marrow, so... No, 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 nothing, nothing, anything, not, nothing that any of you would feel or recognize. Um, We're still going to need clarification. Yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul says, yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I've actually read a description very similar to that on quite a few contracts we've seen come through various labyrinths signed in blood. Oh no, nothing. I don't need your soul. No, I don't need. I don't need your soul. I'm sorry if I came across like that. No, no. It, I, still, you did a bit. Regardless, I... regardless, 
we want very specific, concrete, understandable details, and not, no offense, vague, floofy bullshit. I mean, if I just kind of give away all the secrets of how we work, it kind of puts all of us at risk. But suffice it to say that you guys who haven't been through horrible, terrible experiences have an amount of yourselves that is really magic, even if you don't realize it. And you guys just kind of generate it throughout your lives. Every time you feel strong emotions, every time you dream, every time you just live your beautiful lives. And honestly, it bleeds off of you at times. And those of us who have been through really bad, really terrible things who don't have access to that stuff anymore, but can sort of glean what bleeds off, can use it for our weird magic. Okay. I'd like to roll for bullshit, please. <laughs> uh, you can roll me a wits and empathy. Okay. One success. She seems like she's being completely honest. That's what Damon's afraid of. So... Uh, I guess the question is we know in a vague adorably rose-colored glasses way what you want how do you get it we shake hands and you agree to my deal oh fuck no I knew that was coming um, the response, not your, not, not, not you. Um, two successes. She seems completely honest. Okay. Can I roll uh, intelligence and occult to see if this pans out against anything I may have heard? Uh, yeah, you're going to need a lot. Not as much as you would need to know about the werewolf stuff. But... I just want yeah. an empathy. I want an empathy read. Go for it. Um, of... This person means, uh, let's see, with sympathy. Yep. Just one success. I'm sure that won't cut it. You know that deal-based magic is a thing that some things do. Um, you know, the demons do it. It's sort of what they're known for. Um, changelings you don't know a lot about, so you don't know what to expect out of them. Okay. Two. Um. I'm looking for what it... I'm looking for a morality read, basically. She seems to be... You're having a hard time reading malice off of her. Okay. Um, she seems to be a little stiff, um, but not like hiding things. What you're sort of getting off of her is that she's just kind of uncomfortable in a lot of ways and just trying to provide as much of what she is trying to convey as safely as she can. She seems just about as worried about this as you are for different reasons. 
Do you need... Do you need something from all of us to hide all of us? No, but the more of you that contribute, the easier it'll be to do. Nina, we should not be talking to this woman. Day as well. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Well, I can admire uh, a uh, a good drive for business. Um, this isn't a deal I, I'm particularly excited about entering into. This is going to get us what you. How can... specific are the terms going to? Actually, no. Lay out the terms first. All right. In exchange for what's a term that I can use that's appropriate? We'll call it glamour. Okay. In exchange for an amount of glamour from each of you. No, no. Or from or from whoever is willing. Okay. Enough to enough to enough to fuel my magic. I will offer you a hole in the wall. A location within the realm of the meeting where you will be unseen and unheard so long as you remain within it and do not break from my protection where though where you can observe this meeting without being noticed. This is a one-time exchange. This is, this is one time ongoing contract. There is once it's it's a one and done, all strings cut once. Absolutely. Come out of supernatural hiding. One, one, one task from you, the giving of glamour. One task from me, the hiding of you for this meeting. Do you need it from all of us or just one of us? Whoever's willing. Again, as I say, the more of the more of you that give it, the easier and better the hideout will be. You need strong emotions. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. That's true. We can do this ourselves. We don't need her. Whoever's, whoever's in, just kind of lay your hand the top line. She says she extends her hand. Astrid will lay her hand. Astrid, don't. Paul puts his hands behind his back. Oh, yeah. Nina's put her hand in. Anybody else? Nope. This is not on your life. What you got. All right. And she lays her hand on top of both of yours. Then it's a deal. And in that instant, you feel this cold winter wind blow through the area. Uh, both of you spend a willpower. Okay. Okay. And you feel this sort of tingle at the back of your at the back of your neck. It's not unpleasant. It's just odd, and it passes. Just about as quick as it as it came, um, and she kind of takes a breath in. <sighs> okay, that was an exquisite um, conflict. I'll use that term, ma'am. She says, looking at Astrid. Paul, Paul leans over to to. Uh... Uh, Sean and says, well, now she's just fucking making it creepy. You don't deal with 
this type of thing. Too late. Done. Well, let's go. The McKayley brothers are a bad influence. I, I I didn't initially picture Paul being the kind of person who swears a lot, but I think he's doing more, the more he hangs out with the twins. Also, y'all keep calling me my brother's name, but I, I get yeah, what you're after. I was gonna say your uh, <laughs> Maybe I was talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> Eamon puts a hand on Paul's shoulder and he's going to invoke Blessing of the Shepherd. I mean, I can cover all of you if you want. He just gives her a look. I think you lost that fight, honey. Um, I mean, I can still cover all of you, even if I don't have no, glamour from all of you. You lost that fight. What What does Blessing of the Shepherd do? Basically, I roll my wits benediction, and he's going to spend an extra willpower for the extra three. And basically, as many successes as I get on that, any humans just don't ever notice us unless we do something inherently aggressive to them. And any supernatural creature takes that many penalties to any sort of wits and composure to try and see us at all. Okay. Uh, we can be standing in front of them doing jumping jacks and they still take those penalties. As long as you keep muttering that prayer. As long as I, yeah. And he's just going to be mumbling under his breath the entire time. Will, will that cover you as well? Yeah, it covers. Okay. He, he, since he spent the extra willpower, he can cover basically up to five other people. So, yeah, so it's going to be the two of us. Okay. So, wits plus eight. Don't fucking fail me. Seven successes. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, anything that tries to see you and me that's supernatural takes a minus seven to its wits and composure. Does. Does Paul have a concept of that or is it just, I mean, is there a sensation or anything associated with it? Not particularly, no. Okay. Um, I, then, then I think Paul sort of having no idea what's going on and Eamon just sort of putting a shoulder, a hand on his shoulder and starting to mutter. Um, Paul just sort of reaches up and good-naturedly pats the hand. Uh, right. A, 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 a little bit nonplussed. Uh, but then, yeah, and Eamon will just sort of gesture out for him to follow. Okay. So, um, the uh, so Shakes kind of looks over at the rest of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jonas would have put his hand in as well, actually. Now I think about it. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, okay. Because I, was, I wasn't thinking about him at the moment because I was just doing Shakes. Um, so, uh, so the, the group of you. Um, start to walk in and she kind of walks up to the door that leads into the food court. <sighs> okay. She puts her hands on the door and for a very brief moment, instead of the black hair, you see white. And instead of the pale skin, you see ice blue. And everything about her seems to just for a brief flash be covered in icicles for just the briefest of moments. And then it's gone. And she pushes the door open and you can feel this cold winter breeze surround you in like a whipping enveloping wind. Uh, even though it's the middle of autumn. I mean, that's not the only chill Nina has at the moment. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do the rest of us see that or is that only Astrid and Nina? All of, you, all of you can see that, yeah. Okay. If you want my protection, stay within the wind. 
and follow me. Here's a question. Does she continue to acknowledge Eamon and Paul or now that the benediction's taken effect, is she basically ignoring us? Uh, I would say that because she was there when you started doing the benediction and was looking at you, uh, it would take a little bit more to actually hide yourself from her. Okay. Maybe once you get out of her sight, she might not be able to see you again. Mm-hmm. But because you were because you haven't separated from her, she can still see you. Okay. Um, so she proceeds to walk in. Do you guys stay close to her? Yes. Probably uncomfortable. An uncomfortable level for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eamon's gonna just—he's gonna draft along behind, but he's keeping up his his. Are you staying within the his wind? Recitation, and no, he's not going in the wind. If it's something that he can visibly see and stay out of, he's staying out. There, there's a notable demarcation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This woman reads as trustworthy, and that scares the shit out of him. <laughs> All I'm saying is just sometimes a changeling's down on glamour and needs a boost. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, and so the, the group of you walk back into the hall. Um, and... Uh, the the werewolves don't seem to notice you enter. Uh, in fact, um, Jack kind of looks around. <sighs> well, either they're just going to wait for the deal to be over or they're going to start setting up bombs. Um, <laughs> One or the other, that is correct. <laughs> that is pretty much the two options. <laughs> He's a smart one. Can um, I, I, okay. So this is really weird for Paul because he doesn't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um. I. I so I. I, I think I, I, Paul. Paul will say um in response to that um. Well, we've had a chance to discuss uh, the situation and um. <laughs> We, uh, we I, I believe, we'll be joining you, if we may. All right, so he needs... Uh, a low profile. He needs to make a chance die roll. <laughs> see if he even heard that. Nina's like... Nope, that's not a 10. Dude. <laughs> we're, we're hidden, all of us. Paul, Paul has... It, it, well, was not proceeding sort of in the wind yeah. of the of of the face. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's just he's just next to next to Eamon. Yeah, exactly. So. And so he assumed what Paul is still thinking is that okay, well he'll give one of his coins to um, either Nina or Astrid, and then we'll hang back and kind of watch from outside. He has I no. Mean, Nina's already has her phone out and has record pushed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no response to Paul's uh, Paul's. No, yeah. So, and, and so he kind of he kind of looks over his shoulder at the bald one, uh, Reno. Go, go and 
check everywhere and see if you can see any signs of anyone setting bombs up, please. <laughs> Paul, Paul says, look, we, we had a discussion oh about this. God. Again, remember the whole <laughs> building oh trust God. concept? Nobody's saying anything. That's, <laughs> no, I literally just said something in character. <laughs> what did you say in character? I said, you realize they can't hear you. Oh, no, I mean, in well, yeah, I heard that. But Paul's thinking is, well, I'm not under the guise of the Fae. Nina must not realize that. I'm not going to give her away by saying anything back. Which is <laughs> Then she it. says again, Paul, they can't hear you. Needs to make another chance die roll. <laughs> That's a one. He can't hear a Dramatic failure. <laughs> Paul, Paul looks over and says, Look, up. Jack doesn't get to make another roll for the rest of this scene because he got a dramatic failure on that chance roll. <laughs> Paul looks over and says, um, look, we're taking a different approach. I figured the best thing to do would be to let him know, but it seems like... Uh, and then he looks over at uh, at, at Shakes and says, uh, are you looping us in on this regardless? Or? Uh, I'm not. I think that's your priestly friend. <laughs> Paul, will turn and look, Paul will turn and look at Sean. Who's still muttering a prayer? Who's who's mumbling under his breath? And Sean will do an elaborate pantomime towards the werewolves and like see no evils, hear no evil, you know, right? While continuing to keep this mumbled prayer going, and then he walks over to Jack Cross, double birds him right in the face. <laughs> and then walks away. Paul pinches the bridge of his nose <laughs> while, like, while doing the, so. He says, "The the entire the entire time while he's flipping the dull birds." Uh, Blessed be our Lord in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is just going, Look, the next time somebody is going to cast some sort of bloody spell on me, just let me know ahead of time. I feel like a right ass. <laughs> it's okay. Only we. Only the people. We're going to be around you for a long period of time afterward and can mock you relentlessly about it, Zod. <laughs> Those are the only people. Good thing I've aged out of caring about that sort of thing. All right, so I guess I'm... I, and then he's kind of he kind of trails off and he says, wait, is this... Nobody can see me, or is this just uh, just the otherworldly lot? I can still see you. So presumably, anyone who was around when you started doing that can see you. Um, Paul considers more, and he says, "Look, after this whole thing, it sort of leans in again to Sean. Amen. <laughs> uh, we get this. We get this wrapped Amen. up. What? He said, he said Sean. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Um." Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, no, wait. <laughs> Jack's character is Eamon. Because Jack, Jack said Sean earlier. Yeah. He was talking to his brother. Yeah, I was, I was talking to my Sean. brother on the walkie-talkie. Right. Okay, that's what okay. got me. Ah, that's Sorry. why. Right. That I thought I had sense. it wrong before. All right. Um, so Paul leans into Eamon and says, no, how can we get this whole, uh, this whole Terminus Tendency incident wrapped up? Um, are you available uh, on tour? Are you <laughs> For some jobs. <laughs> Are you willing to freelance? <laughs> It'll be an E. I roll, shrug, still uh, praying. <laughs> because, because I can think of a lot 
of uh, valuable religious artifacts that are in decidedly unholy hands. That gets you an eyebrow. Hmm. All right, we'll, 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 we'll talk later. I can see you're um, otherwise occupied, let's say. <laughs> um, but Paul is definitely filing that one away. <laughs> How long do you think you can keep that prayer up? <laughs> um, it just says as long as you keep praying. So assuming that I don't choke on air or have to take a drink, I should be okay. Yeah. How long do you think you can go without stumbling saying that prayer repeatedly? <laughs> I'll let you decide what the role for that needs to be. I feel like that's a thing he's probably trained himself to do for probably. such situations. We, we, will, we will see how the events unfold. Yes, we shall. Um, like, I, I feel like it would be like a resolve in composure or something like that, but you know, whatever, we'll, whatever we'll, you we'll find, We'll find out if I decide there needs to be a role. Yeah. Uh, so, about an hour passes as the sun begins to go down. Uh, the wind does not abate around you, and Eamon continues to keep up his praying for the full duration. Um, there, there's a couple of times over the course of that hour when Shakes is like, you know, you don't have to keep doing that prayer if you just want to, like... <laughs> Look, sure, I, I guess. I realize that this phrase is incredibly ironic considering who I'm saying it to, but hot stuff. Um... <laughs> You've lost that particular argument. <laughs> I'm not even trying to like win an argument. I'm just like I that seems that like it's not. uncomfortable. But like just he's saying the same stuff over and over again. He's gonna keep if he has to do that until he literally dies <laughs> in order to avoid having to it's gonna happen. I just wanna know why he's so afraid of me. Um have you read anything? I mean, yes, but that's the Fae. I'm not the Fae. Call it a lifetime of experience. Um, and uh, the inherent uh, Catholic concern about dealing with anything outside of the church. Um, and Paul will smile at, uh, at it. I mean, yeah, I guess even even the Catholic changelings are a little meh. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just said Catholic changelings, and <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> oh, it happens. Yep, that's where my thought process went in that exact direction. <laughs> All I'm saying is Nero had a lot going on. <laughs> Nero had a lot going. On. <laughs> and so, as time passes. Uh, Reno, the bald-headed uh, werewolf, comes back and sort of whispers to um, Jack. All right, I guess they're just watching from a safe distance then. All right, well, sun's going down. Shouldn't be too long. And about 20 minutes later, um, the sound of doors opening across the hall echoes out. And about a dozen pale-skinned individuals 
step out into uh, the dark, the the night air of the food court. Um, at the head of which is an individual with long, sort of shoulder length, flowing brown hair, with sort of steel blue eyes, a neatly trimmed goatee, of pale skin, uh, with a variety of faded tattoos across his arms and face, um, dressed in a sort of well-appointed long button-up shirt with a vest. Uh, The sleeves are rolled up. um, And he, with his sort of like faintly glowing yellow eyes, um, steps out in front. Jack? Archer. Does he look like the one we saw in the shadows? Yes. He's exactly the same person. Uh, And the two of them sort of step close so that they, they can hide their voice from people who are like up in the rafters who might be listening in. But you guys are in the same room. You're about 10, 15, maybe 20 feet away. Um, and even the even the howling wind doesn't keep doesn't keep the sound from reaching you. Um, so, where is she? Um, the uh, the weird ones, the 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 crazy werewolves things, the the messed up ones that you warned us about. Um, they've got, uh, from what I can tell, um, one of my tunnel crawlers, um, found signs of them in the sewers. Um, they seem to have dug, uh, some hefty tunnels alongside the sewer system, which they sort of used to guide their, their movement from what I can tell. Um, the sewers here, you know, they're not, we're not talking like catacombs under the, under the ground. These sewers are newer than that. They're too small for, you know, most humans who to, to walk without having to crash, let alone one of you guys, uh, in full war mode. Um, but they seem to have dug their own tunnels to go alongside them and sort of use them as a guideline. Um, and the uh, the ones you're looking for, your um, your mate. Yeah, let's just go ahead and say call it what it is. I guess your mate uh, was last seen being brought down there uh, by one of my scouts. That was the last place that we saw her. Um, we've scouted out these tunnels. We're really good at staying hidden. Um, we can show you if you're willing to promise us, like you said, that we can get out from under the Colonel, be safe and get away from all of this. There's a lot going on right now. And I've got a lot of people to keep safe. 
I've got a lot of people to keep fed safely without drawing too much attention because I know if I draw too much attention to myself, the people I used to be are going to find us and we won't. That's going to end in blood. Too much blood. Really quick. Sorry, people. I know you heard something. Some people work while they're gaming and open up tabs that autoplay videos. <laughs> nice. Also, fuck autoplay videos. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> um, and Jack kind of... Yeah, they've been poking their nose around with us too, but I get that. Uh, yeah, if you can show me where to find Kara, I'll get you out of here and away from the colonel. What happens after that's up to you. If you draw attention to yourselves and they come hunting, I won't be protecting you after that. Archer kind of, yeah, that's about all I can ask. Uh, well, I guess there's no point standing around here then, is there? Uh, we should probably get going. All right, yeah. Show me where we're going. He kind of nods, kind of looks around. He's going to make a check, and it's not actually a chance roll. There's not a lot of dice, but it's not a chance roll. <laughs> nope. Kind of looks around, doesn't seem to see anything out of place. All right, yeah. Um, we're going to be heading a ways away. It's on the other side of Atlanta. Um, it's the uh, the sort of around Hartsfield-Jackson. Um, sort of. I do uh, have one thing I want to do before they all leave. Yeah. I want to try to uh, put one of my coins into Archer's pocket. Make a dexterity larceny. Okay. And I want to try to slip a grenade. In no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Um, uh, ah, the Fallout reverse pickpocket maneuver. Yeah, I, I was going to. I was going I, I to refer to it as Belkavian style prank. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I have um, I have a specialization in pickpocketing. So I add plus one from that, right? Yep. And then um, anything from being magically invisible? Nah. Two success. You put the coin in his pocket. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. Uh. I, I think he'll do that, and then um, uh, give uh, give Astrid a thumbs up. Sure nod. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to do that before we moved on. Yep. Um, 
and that's it's at that point that um the two of them kind of look to their individual retinues and both kind of nod to them and then look at each other well um probably easiest um if we just meet up at Hartsfield Jackson um uh, meet meet us there and we'll walk the rest of the way on foot um probably easiest to find it that way so are we clear to go yeah, from this from this exchange, is it pretty apparent that Archer is more or less the leader of the vampire faction currently, or is he kind of more of a mouthpiece? Uh, of these vampires here, all of them seem to be standing behind him. Yeah, he definitely okay. seems to be leading this group. Uh, so are we free to go? Um, Jack kind of looks around. Uh, everything looks clear. My boys tell me there's no sign of tampering around. Nobody seems to have messed with anything. Uh, yeah, let's get going. You want to ride? No, thanks. Um, I'd rather not uh, push good fortune any further than I have to. He says he's kind of still looking around, and you see his eyes sort of, they were faintly yellowish before. They begin to glow as he sort of looks around. Is it, you said that that's the uh, that's Archer or that's Chris? yeah Ar Archer. Does as uh, as damn. Uh oh. Uh, as his eyes begin to glow, he looks around and then freezes. Who is he staring? And his head just kind of slowly turns and locks eyes with Eamon. Eamon, who is, because this is a food court, right? Yeah. Has been sitting at a table, like in a chair, playing with an old, uh, like, lunch tray, more or less. <laughs> Murmuring under his breath the entire time. And now this vampire is basically eyeballing him. Uh, would, would my eye cause make that any harder for him? Uh, let me see. What does I have hubris do for you? One second. I need to read that again. I think it specifically interferes with uh, with werewolves and mages, but I, I mean, it depends on is this magic that he's using? Let me check here real quick. My sure. Guess is Under the vigil. But actually, and this is a case where both in character and out of character, I I just don't know a heck of a lot about about vampires in this. Out system. of character, probably not, unless he's using thaumaturgy. Uh... Thaumaturgy works sort of like magic in the yeah. crossover stuff that they've done. Disciplines aren't really the same. Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not enough. It's not magical enough to be affected by the eye of hubris. Okay, all right. And yeah, he definitely, he, he has locked eyes with you. You can tell he has seen you. <clears throat> Yawn stops the praying, stretches. <clears throat> at, this, at this point, Jack's attention right. immediately snaps over. 
Nina has her Nina has her her gun out, ready to use if need be, but it's not doing anything yet. All is still sort of watching this with growing alarm, but is seems you've come to a rather balanced form of deal and understanding. We'll be on our way. Stands up, hands drop to the hips where both the blades are. Unless anybody has any further questions for those who are representing the greater population of the area. Archer kind of looks at you for a minute. Oh, I've seen you before. That you probably have, and your sister says hello. I look over at, um... uh, I'm sure uh, she does. Um, uh, fucking, uh, uh, shakes. Drop the effect on me. All you have to do is step out of the wind. Fump. You step out of the wind and suddenly you, and suddenly everyone turns and sees you as well. Sup, motherfuckers? I... I just, for the record, I just rolled two two successes on trying not to be seen in a normal way. Yeah, no. That's right. She's just trying to provide our erstwhile cleric with some backup. As, as Paul, meanwhile, sort of slides under the table. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Um, tell her... I honestly don't know what to tell her. Can you give a general inclination? I don't think there are words that can explain anything or reconcile anything. Is it in the more sorry, the more get fucked, the more like... I mean, you know the woman. She's going to ask us questions when we get back to her. Give us at least something to carry along. I guess... Sorry. And... It's never quite what it seems. At that, Astrid is going to step out. Oh. (laughs) Paul's like... What are you people doing? <laughs> Why are you all dumb? His head, his head immediately snaps too, and you see this sort of immediate widening of his eyes, and the yellow glow of the supernatural ability just immediately fades as he sort of just takes in everything with the pseudo normal eyes that he's had this entire time. And Ash, Archer. Uh, hi. Hi. Are you going to kill me? I honestly don't know. He kind of stands up straight. I mean, I don't exactly have a lot that can stop you. He looks at his hands. These things don't work anymore. I guess that's what happens when you turn from God. 
Astrid is shaking at this point. Does he have the same tattoos on his hands? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a duty to fulfill, but I guess you found me once. You can find me again if you want to shoot me, talk to me, anything in between. But... Right now, there's some very bad things that need to die worse than I do. So, I'm sorry. I really am. And if you want to cut my head off at some point, sure. But I've got to get these people safe. And I've got to deal with something darker than I am. Jack, let's go. Right. And the retinues begin to turn and head out a different exit than the ones that you guys are all standing by. I wave to Jack in the... (laughs) He kind of looks over his shoulder at you and kind of narrows one eye. Hmm. So, are we following or leaving him go for an eye? Paul Paul tries to look nonchalant as he walks over from his hiding place um, and says, Oh, shite. Sean, don't shoot out any engine blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but I was just, I just found the perfect shot. I know. Yeah, they're coming out. The the not we. We're probably going to need to shadow these for for a bit. See where they're actually ending up. Come on back to the van. Oh, fucking blue ball me a piece of- <laughs> and squelch. <laughs> Astrid, you all right? Stupid question. She'll just give a slight nod. You okay to follow him along, or do you want to uh, maybe sit this one out? No, I'm following. All right. Then let's get on the road. So, just to be clear, because I just want to, I just want to, I just want to verbalize it and put it out there. We're following the really bad monsters and the fairly less bad monsters so that we're to a place where they're going to go underground where there are a few modes of escape where they're going to kill things that are worse than the really bad monsters but as dangerous as the not so bad monsters in close quarters Paul says, I'm not necessarily saying we need to follow him down underground, but uh, as you point out, there are relatively few points of escape. 
and we do have a van full of explosives. Oh, I'm not saying that we I'm not even saying that we shouldn't go down there. I just want to make sure I am. it's verbalized. <laughs> I just want to make sure that it's verbalized for everybody so that everybody knows what we're getting into. Hi, that's that's about what it seemed like it sized up to to me. Right. I'm all for going down and visiting a little uh, 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 a little uh, um uh, fucking furry on twilight violence, but you know, I, I, and and I'm just I just I feel I wouldn't be uh, doing us a service if I didn't put out the, the the practical approach here would be to follow them along, put explosives on all points of entry and detonate them and let them tear each other apart. I have concerns about that. I'm not suggesting that that's the the, the best approach of action, but it is a possibility. It is absolutely a possibility. It's one, I I mean, Astrid, this is your game. Again, it's something that I have moral, I have certain qualms with the idea of blowing up Jack and company. I don't, I don't want to blow them up. All right. Okay. My thought was more on the, uh, we follow them there, we let them go down and confront whatever it is. And if the people that happen to be left over coming out are of the persuasion that we'd rather see not walking above ground anymore, then we're probably in a better tactical position to take them out after they're coming out tired and bloody rather than trying to find another time when we might be meeting them on more even turf. And if whatever the worst horribleness is that they're confronting down there is what comes out, at least it's had to fight its way through a whole bunch of wolves and, 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 and vampires before it gets to us. I that also like seems I be arguing against that practical enough for me. You're Catholic, but I have no good arguments. Look, I'm not the one that's stupid enough to be making deals with the fair folk. And I realize that it worked out well for you, at least in the short term, but I swear to Christ, it's probably going to come back and bite you in the ass. Oh, it probably will. Uh, actually, what it's going to do is let me get my people out of there before that all goes down. So thank you all for that help. Um, that information was very useful. Not a problem. But yes, it is probably going to bite me in the ass at some point. Wait, your people are the ones that have jacks, mate? No, my people live in that area. My people live all over Atlanta. There's a lot of people who have been through some very bad shit. Let me let me just say in general, this wouldn't be a bad time for uh, all of you to collectively to take uh, uh, maybe a mini break away for a while. Yeah, um, you want me to tell? I mean, it's only like maybe a thousandth, but a thousandth of the population of Atlanta to just up and leave. Why not put all your? Uh, fair gotten gains to use what i'm saying is there's more people than you think there are less than you might fear but more than you might think and they live a, a wide 
breath away from each other because we've all been through a lot of shit and we all have different ways of dealing with that shit. I'm, um, and, and th- this may be my out of character misunderstanding. I thought she was talking about the people in the specific neighborhood to which um, the uh, the vampires and werewolves are driving. And she 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 did mention that particular one, but in, but my thing in particular, yes, those that area, yeah, we're gonna have to, yeah, they're gonna have to take a trip, but. fair trust you know and, and we certainly have no interest in uh um anyone in the area who's not uh actively posing a danger to anyone else getting hurt that said if you do happen to know of anybody who's a particular danger to the community in that area i would be love to hear about it i'm not talking i'm not just talking about you know or, or or fangy or or the like. Um, but we can talk about that later. We absolutely oh, should. You. We should definitely talk about that later. Um, do you want my number? Yes, absolutely I do. She will give you a cell phone number. All right. I'm again, I'm Shakes. Um, Nina. Nina? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to know that there can be at least maybe acquaintances among the mundanes. Let's just say, let's instead call it people who recognize the value of mutual self-interest. Sure. Um, benefactors. For now. <laughs> let's not use that term. <laughs> also keep away from things like patron no uh, let's not use that one specifically yeah that's tomorrow Hmm? (laughs) (sighs) all right um you go get your people gone yeah don't worry um unless we want you to see us you won't know we're there and that doesn't to... make me feel better. That's hey, that is just like us telling tell no worries. We didn't have to tell you that we were going to set explosives. Right? Yeah. Like I came here and talked to you because I wanted to try and get that olive yeah. branch. So Bye. Hopefully we'll meet again. Hopefully we'll do good business. Yeah, we'll see. And she leaves out the door that you guys came in because that's not the door that the vampires and werewolves are going to. Um, Yes, Eamon, I know that's going to end in misery and bloodshed and tears. I am well aware. Look, when it comes to... All right, werewolves are fucking death machines, and if they're willing to live and let live, then I say we're lucky. Right. Vampires are fucking predators, Kill but them. the church, the church, and you can you can you can shove a wooden stake in them if you can get the jump. There's powers in the church that can help you with that. The fair folk 
are fucking crazy. They've got weird ass powers that the church can't do shite about. And wait a minute. Amen. Are you trying to tell me that the church isn't all powerful and can't deal with everything? I've never tried to portray that it does. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Look, all of your fundamental what's-it bullshite theology, sure, they can argue whatever the fuck they want. I'm interested in protected people, and if there's shiteheads there that can just sneak up and co-opt you and fucking turn you inside out and puppet master you around it, I don't want anything to do with it. Don't you think if she could have done that, she would have? I think they don't necessarily take the most practical approach to things and they like fucking around with people for fun. I think you're probably right. But I think I think the puppeteers are what they're running from, Jonas says. I think that you're probably very, very right. But I think that particular one Look, we're all at varying degrees of the definition of the term people. People have different motivations. I'm sure there are absolutely terrible ones. Just like I'm sure that there are, there are, are furballs we need to put down. Or just like there are plenty of normal flesh and blood breathing completely mundane people that need to be put six feet under. Oh, I... Everything, at least, I know and that I've picked up off that one says we can at least have conversations. Well, I and you can have a conversation with a fucking tiger as well, but I'm less inclined to make friends with it. Look, she... Do you think I'm making friends and not being friendly while knowing fully well that that's a very dangerous creature? Hi. Not that this isn't riveting, but are we following them? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think actually while that conversation was going okay. on, <laughs> Paul, Paul sidles up to um, to Astrid, uh, reaches into the, uh, the one of the pockets of his blazer and pulls out a little tin and pops it open and it's full of little hard hard candies in fruit shapes and he just silently offers it to Astrid. She refuses. Okay. Um, he grabs one and pops it into his mouth and then puts him away and uh, and says, my own little indulgence when I'm feeling stressed, a bit of a sweet tooth, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Let's get on the road. Valid point. Sorry. I feel like we can have, a, have further debates regarding the merits of the church versus... Uh, fairies apparently still trying to get my mind around that one um but uh while we're driving I mean, and amen will call sean and make sure that they're on their way yep they're on the way back to the back to the van i'm just waiting for the day that somebody tells me that the creature of the black lagoon is real because at this point i will believe fucking anything supernatural is real if there's enough evidence to that effect did you see that movie, by the way? Loch Ness is a lie. Hmm. 
Have you have you swam down there? Find out. I'm, what I'm saying is I'm drawing the line. Oh, fair enough. I'm just uh, right there. Uh, that's I'll, I'll, that's the asking, maximum I can take. What, what, I'm, what I'm asking is, have you actually been down that lake? I, I, I've, I've taken a hike around the rim, and I didn't see shite, and I really hope I never do. But just Loch Ness is where I draw the line. What's at, what is on either side of that line? <laughs> Uh, sure things that can be animals one minute and people the next and absolutely the fair folk are real and I just don't want anything to do with them because they scare the shite out of me and sure sometimes people die and then get up and start using other people as juice boxes instead but big water monsters that are living in the bottom of Scottish lakes that's where I draw the line Hmm. what's on the other side of that line What's more and crazy? I don't, I don't know what, I, and I hope I never find it. Hmm. A man's man's got to have limits, is all I'm saying. Hmm. Uh, and uh, for uh, your education, I guess, uh, Paul, uh, from what research I can gather, uh, changelings aren't fairies. Uh, they're people that have been really fucked up by fairies, but uh, not fairies themselves. And do they uh, tend to pass that along, or are they opposed to, to fairies? Or you know what? That's a whole separate line of inquiry. We can get into. I I don't I don't know a whole lot about changeling social dynamics, but they all seem like really really fragile people in a lot of ways. Yep. And that that can that can make them that can make them dangerous in a lot of ways too, because they got some weird powers from being fucked up by fairies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just saw. Well, no, I was gonna say, uh, an average everyday teenager is potentially dangerous if backed up against a wall. And they're pretty fragile too. Mm. At least every teenager I ever met. And at this point, um, Sean and Drew and Colleen are back. It's gonna say, speaking of teenagers, <laughs> um, Astrid is gonna take her bike. Hmm? The one that you stowed in the van. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> like she'll go to the van, but she's going to take her bike. Mm-hmm. I think I'd. I uh, would follow you. In, in, in the U Haul, too. So. Oh, that's right. Because we've got. we've got, You guys have a truck now, too, don't you? Hmm. Yes. A really, really shitty, shitty truck. Yep. But that's what the, that's what the bombs are in. So somebody yeah. should be driving that. Hmm. Or you can just leave it at Quinnette Place Mall. I'm sure nobody would question it. Are we... Are we... Uh, uh, we should bring it just in case... The, in, just in case the wrong... My brother can drive the van and I'll drive okay, your fine. shitty truck. Fine, fine, Even fine. Even though the steering wheel is on the wrong side. I peel out and I drive off. 
and then turn and then make it about halfway down the block. Turn around, come back. It's like I don't know where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Paul. Paul looks over at Eamon and says, "You know, I can drive if you'd rather drive with your brother. I don't mind." Aye, this is fine. I don't. I, I like. I mean, you want to come along? We can be the explosives caretakers. Sure. I can't see how that could go wrong. Um, you guys, by the way, did not notice. Like, you guys walked outside, and there's no trace of shakes. Right. Which does not surprise Eamon at all. Do we, at this point, have an indication of which way the um, the unholy cavalcade went? Uh, they said they were going to Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. Okay. Which um, is on the other side of Atlanta. All right. I will um, hop into the, the passenger seat of the truck and then um, activate my, uh, my one-eyed jack, roll it over my knuckles, and put it over... Uh, the remaining eye and just tell me what to look for. <laughs> see what I can spot. Um, from within, uh, from within Archer's pocket, uh, you see um, him sitting in the passenger seat of a um, of a of a uh, sorry of a of like a mid-sized um uh sort of um i was trying to think of the classic car but it's a car it's not a truck um like a mercedes or like a chevrolet like a oh, okay. like, like a malibu <laughs> um and sort of sitting in the passenger seat with um, another individual, um, pale of skin with, uh, long, um, white hair, uh, with this sort of elegantly trimmed, uh, mustache beard, uh, with these red eyes and this sort of like mid Renaissance Spanish look to his outfit. Okay. Uh, this individual speaks up. Uh, you know, uh, this is very similar to the environment that I walked away from in Chicago. Uh, but uh, the political scenario there was, uh, shall we say, um, more dangerous, if only because of the attempted apocalypse there. Uh and Archer kind of looks over. You know, Alexander, that doesn't make me feel any better. I'll be a hundred percent honest. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, there are there are far worse things than an alliance with werewolves to battle more dark things. Uh, you could be forced to battle those dark things with no help whatsoever, or with the help of people who have gone so far down this path of soulless monstrosity that uh, their sanity isn't even a question. It's more of a, a, a mercurial state of being. Uh, 
and the archer kind of well I guess the only thing that I can do now is walk along this path yes well you've started to walk this path and the only thing you can do is see it to its completion believe me I had to walk many a dark path but uh, we'll deal with this and then perhaps perhaps we'll deal with the colonel if this truce with the werewolves lasts although that might not be a possibility uh, maybe but uh, at, at least with you as a teacher I think I have a chance maybe I don't know where I'd be if I had to do this by myself yes well back in Chicago I was known as the sire of the sireless because it was something I made my duty to take care of those who did not know where to go and how to handle these things as the the sort of very Spanish individual continues to drive this conversation just sort of goes to much less interesting topics of just sort of idle conversation can I see anything out the window as far as uh, street signs or anything like that to indicate what what route they're on? Uh, they seem to be on. Uh, they're on uh, 85 southbound right say, now. Probably 85 south. <laughs> I just want to make sure that matches up with where they said they were going. Yeah, that's headed. That's headed towards Atlanta to get to the other side of it. Okay. All right. Great. Um, I will. Uh, and take the coin off my eye, sit up, and say, well, it looks like they're, uh, they're headed in the, in the direction they said they were going to, at least. So uh, are you familiar with uh, 85? You want me to look it up on, uh, on a map? Oh, nah, 85 is, uh, is this the one that cuts down to the city and then uh, swings around the west side of the airport. So that seems to track. And he will very deliberately put on his turn signal and head that direction. All right. And as you begin to make your way down a highway 85 southbound, uh, heading towards the Hartsfield Jackson airport to see what the hell these werewolves and vampires are working together against. That's where we'll end for the week. (laughs) Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.